Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Ah, uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. And today, the topic that I'm going to bring is something that I teach all of my clients uh, when they go to the jungle, and it's called the seven tips for jungle alignment. And these seven tips are really powerful when you are in a um, place of healing. And honestly, you can apply that to a lot of things in your life. Um, when I first got them and they were given to me, I realized that they're just not for the jungle, but they're just for living and for better my experiences when um in healing spaces and why is important for us to have like tips or information that help us deepen our experience when we choose to go down the path of healing like i've been saying in other episodes either with earth medicine or ethereal medicine or moon medicine or all types of medicines that exist exist out there to help us heal that are not coming from a bottle is because the process of it is challenging, right? We have this incredible part of ourselves that we call ego that doesn't want to heal. And it's not like the ego is like evil and it doesn't want you to heal, is that is survival mode, right? When you think about your ego, remember that your ego is there to protect you and to keep you safe. So it's, there is nothing evil or bad about it. It's just that he thinks that he knows better than you. And the truth is that he doesn't. The truth is that it only knows what you allow it to know. And then as you expand your consciousness, as you expand your understanding of the world, it also expands with you. Very important. The eagle is always learning with you. It's not like you update your mind uh, and understood that you have unworthy conversations. And because you know that you have unworthy conversa conversations, you're going to stop having them. He also learns that with you. So when we have tips, it kind of helps us to like bring ourselves back to the place that we started. So that way we can continue our process. So the first tip is when we go into medicine work, we access a community. We sometimes do groups like drum circles, sound healing, ayahuasca, peyote, iboga, right? These experiences are in a group setting. They're not 
in one-on-one settings. Like Campbell, Campbell is a one-to-one setting. If you are ever doing Campbell in not one-to-one setting, run, run for your life. Don't do that. But in those ceremonies that are group settings, we got to remember that they are not a club med, right? They're not there to pamper you, to spoil you, to tender you, to cater to you. You are not in a vacation, okay? I was talking to um, someone the other day, I think it was yesterday, and they asked me, oh, Jimena, when are you going on a vacation? And I was thinking about it. And the next time that I'm going to a vacation, or at least what people will consider a vacation is in July, I'm going down to the jungle to do a master plan. Why? Because I want to continue doing my own work. So I told him, oh yeah, I'm going down to the jungle in July. I'm going to be doing a master plan. And they're like, uh, I don't think that's a vacation. And I was like, no, actually it's not. Because when you are doing healing, you're not in a vacation. I mean, think about it. When you go to a hospital and you get hospitalized and you're laying in a bed, are you in a vacation? No, you're healing. So it's the same thing. I mean, of course, in the process, you will create connections and you will have laughters and you will have fun and you have moments. But during that time, during that period, that you are working with whatever medicine you're working with, you got to commit to that and you got to commit to your healing. And sometimes we use other people or talking to other people is a distraction. So we don't go deep within ourselves. So number one, this is not a club med. Okay. Number two, and I think this is one of my favorite tips, not only for going down to the jungle or working with medicines, but I think in life, honestly, and is get comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm going to say it again, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? There is nothing comfortable about healing, my friends. There is nothing comfortable about vomiting in a bucket for 30 minutes or feeling nauseous or having diarrhea or sweating or feeling like your body is like disintegrating into like micro, you know, and I actually don't know, but like disintegrated into nothingness right? It's like, sometimes it can be very uncomfortable. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes there is experiences that are like amazing. But when you are in context, specifically to the jungle in terms of environment, where there is mosquitoes everywhere, and there is like maybe animals coming into your room or um, is humid and it's hot and the sheets are damp. And I mean, there is so much, so much, so much going on that when we are able to be, un- to be comfortable in an uncomfortable setting, in an uncomfortable experience, and we can actually tap into our dignity line and 
be present and be acceptant and being surrender. Don't you think that will be something very useful to have for the rest of your life? It will be, it will change you. How many of you that are listening get very uncomfortable when there are arguments or when there are disagreements or when someone triggers you? I'm going to say maybe a lot of you. I get uncomfortable in many situations in my life. I get uncomfortable when maybe I look at my bank account and I don't have the amount of money that I'm, I want to have. I mean, it's really the, the tiny little things that get you. And what happens with that is that when you learn to be in a place of ease in that moment and being able to respond rather than react because you do know that you're uncomfortable. However, you have the ability to stay with it. My friend, let me tell you, you are going to go to places with that. Not only in the medicine world, but in your life in general. So that's the second one. The third one is, you may not get what you want, but you will get what you need. How many of you have heard that before, right? You may not get what you want, but you will get what you need. Sometimes there is people that come to the center or that I work with clients or just stories that I've hear and everybody wants something, right? We come from a place that anything that we want, we can get. I mean, entitlement for Christ's sake. I think I talk about this a lot in other episodes. And, you know, it's like, it's so easy to get what I want just by me going to Amazon and just adding an item to my cart and then paying for it and then getting it on my door in 48 hours. Have you ever had an experience with your like shopping and you want something, you want a shirt, you want like a very specific shirt, but you can't find it. But what you need is a shirt. So that's the difference between what we want and what we need. This is not about your unhealthy ego. And remember, and notice I said unhealthy because there is a healthy and unhealthy ego. And the unhealthy ego is what it wants. It's about you. It doesn't want to heal. It wants to keep you the same. It doesn't want you to change. So when we come into the spaces of healing, when you go to the jungle to work with ayahuasca, to work with Cambo, to work with master plants, to work with the medicine from the land, you got to be very aware that it may not look the way that you want it, but it will definitely look, look the way that you need. I'm going to tell you a story in terms of like what you want versus what you need. When I was in the jungle last year, I was running a retreat uh, with two of my best friends. And 
one of my best friends, she wanted to work on control. So she wanted to let go of control. She wanted to be able to surrender, to kind of like let go and just be in the flow. (laughs) And she did a lot of work around that. And I think it was three days before we left the jungle. It was raining and she was on her way to the kitchen. And as she was on her way to the kitchen, she slept, fell, and uh, twisted her ankle. So she got to the kitchen and she was like, you know, like humping and, and kind of like walking funny. And I looked at her, I was like, what's going on? And then she told me what happened. And I was like, oh, damn. I was like, I'm sorry. So after that, that day in the afternoon, she was going to get a flower bath by the shaman. And I asked my co-facilitator to go and take care of that because I needed to take care of other stuff. So when my co-facilitator came back, I asked her to give me, to debrief what happened in the bath and what opened up for the girls. And she told me that she was crying. She was said, she said, you know, um, the girl that twisted her ankle, she could barely like land the foot. She was crying. She, she felt so bad. She was just not having a good time. Um, she, she just kept saying all of these things, all these negative things about herself. And for someone that is super independent like me, I can totally relate to the feeling because in Shaman Flora, the distance between Maloka and Tambos and kitchens sometimes are like hikes that are like about five to eight minutes. So imagine having to walk that back and forward with your ankle being in a bad condition. It's very frustrating and she couldn't even land it. So she couldn't walk. So then that night we sat for dinner. I had uh, one of the employees pick her up and then carry her over to the kitchen and she was going through it. And as she was going through it, I told her, what did you came here for? And she said, I came here to let go of control. And I said, hmm, and how is this injury going to teach you to let go of control? And she got it. She was like, wow. And I was like, remember, the jungle gives you what you need, not what you want. And what you need is you need to learn to surrender. You need to learn to let go of control. You need to learn for people to support you and take care of you and hold you and allow us to be there for you since you're always there for everybody else. And then as soon as she realized that her mindset shifted, she completely opened herself up to the experience. And funny enough, the last day we brought him, we brought her out of the jungle in a hammock. She was like, like Cleopatra being like escorted out of the jungle. And, and it became actually a beautiful story and a really fun experience for her. But again, it's because she realized that that's what she needed. But if she stayed attached to like what she wanted, then the, the next three days of her journey wouldn't be, it would suck so much. And even in her ayahuasca ceremony, because she had one more, one more ayahuasca ceremony left, even in her ayahuasca ceremony, 
um, she was able to find the love and the appreciation for what happened to her ankle. And, and she was able to send the love to the point that by the end of it, she was feeling much better. So remember, you may not get what you want, but you will get what you need. Number four, that is very followed by the third one, is surrender. Let go of control. Just completely surrender to the experience. And how will that look like? It looks like trusting the process. It looks like noticing if you're asking questions from a place of fear or you're asking questions from a place of curiosity. It looks like don't tell your facilitator what they need to do right? Don't, don't be like barking orders to the people that are holding a space for you, for you to feel more comfortable with yourself. Listen. How does it look like? Listen, be present. Look, use all your senses to connect to the person that is talking to you and to connect to the space that you are entering for your ceremony. And breathe. Sometimes for me personally, when I'm in this space and I get scared because ayahuasca knows how challenging she can be. For those that don't know how to surrender, my heart starts beating so fast, so, so fast. And it's like the fear, right? Like the need of control of like not knowing what's going to happen. It's just like, ah, right? Like we all have been taught that. But what I do is I relax my shoulders. I take a deep breath. I connect with my heart. I even put my hands over my heart just to feel how is it going. And I just remind myself that I'm love, that I'm protected, and that I'm safe. And I just keep saying that to myself because there is really no need to control. The control is... 100% something that your unhealthy ego is trying to do to keep you safe. But there is nothing dangerous about these experiences. And when I say that, I mean, if you have gone through the proper channels to make sure that your experience is going to be safe, if you have taken the precautions to know who you're going to be working with and you know that they know what they're doing and they're safe, then there is nothing for you to worry about. Because the people that are going to be holding the container, they know what they're doing. They know that the medicine is going to work in a way. They know what to do if something happens. So all you need to do is just let go, trust, and surrender. Okay? The fifth one is acceptance. Life is so much easier when we accept. So much easier. 
there is a balance between accepting and letting someone walk all over you. That's super, super, super important. But when we accept and we let the universe or life take the course of magical things, just start happening. And once again, our health ego will only deal with an, ac- with, with, with an acceptance that which you want, right? The ego only wants to accept what it wants. It doesn't want to upset. It doesn't want to accept anything that is outside of the comfort zone. So going back into, we get, we may not get what we want, but we get what we need. When we get what we need, that it doesn't equal what we want, let's accept that. Like my friend did. She accepted that that lesson of slipping and falling and twisting her ankle and not being able to walk was her lesson for her to learn to let go of self-control or just let go of control. So just, just not judging your experience and allowing yourself to welcome everything that comes your way. Cause like we said, you may not always get what you want, but you will get what you need. So acceptance really, really, really important. Number six, do everything through love. Super important guys and gals and all the people out there listening. Love is the most powerful force of the world. And it may sound cliche. It may sound, um, in a way that is just like, oh, come on. But it is true. We, we have this, this idea that love is hearts and, and googly eyes and, and, and fluffy and, and it's not that. That is the shade of it. But there is so much more about love that we don't know. I can, I can attest to that because I, I did my master plan with Bobin Sana and Bobin Sana is a master of love and she's been teaching me love and it's so interesting to learn all the different shades of love. But when we do something with love, when we truly lead with our hearts, the things that you can create, the experiences, the lessons, the gifts that you receive and you give to other people is so much expensive and part of the release of all the negative energy that has been like honed in ourselves along with the detachment of all the mental physical and spiritual and emotional toxins comes out with anger and it comes with so much negativity and is what we call the purge so when you are in the jungle or when you are in these healing spaces, right, a really good tip is to remember to do everything with love when you get triggered, right? How many of us get triggered when we are healing? How many of us experience something in the middle of the space where we kind of want to shut down or want to like not talk to a person or maybe even cry? Whatever it is, whatever shape or form it looks like, just remember to do 
everything with love. Remember to communicate with that person that triggered you from a place of love rather than allowing your unhealthy ego get upset and then lashed out and then just hurt the people along the way. So remember, love is the most healing force in the world. And the last one, and the one that I practice every single day of my life, of all the seven tips, is gratitude and not attitude. When you are in this healing spaces, when you go to the jungle, when you go to do peyote, iboga, I mean, whatever it is that you want to do, remember to have gratitude, to give thanks, to give gratitude for every single thing in your life unconditionally. Not just the things you see as good. <laughs> That's super important, friends. Very, very, very important. We tend to give gratitude for everything that is working out good for us. That is like, because it's easy. But give gratitude for the things that don't work out for you. Because the reason why the challenges are there is to make you grow. Tony Robbins says, how do you call challenges that you don't like? Or that you haven't chosen? We call them problems. Because it's not what we want. But it is what we need. And we got to be graceful for that. Just give gratitude that like, you have a roof over your head, that you have an education, that you have a laptop, or you have an iPhone, or a Remarkable, I just got myself one, I love it, um, that you have an Android, whatever it is, just give gratitude. <laughs> like, when I go to Iquitos and I see how these people live, they live over, like, on top of water, in these houses made of concrete or wood, they have to be renewed every five to six years. If they don't, then the water starts like sinking in. And you can see houses that this is like the house, like the water is underneath and the house is on top. And you can see how the water actually goes through, the, through their floor and they're sleeping on top of that. And you that are listening, you most likely have a nice, comfortable bed that is dried and is warm and we gotta be grateful for those things you probably have the ability to wake up every morning and take a nice warm shower in your bathroom or use the toilet and then just be able to flush and be able to use toilet paper you have the ability to like go to a store and buy yourself a brand new iPhone because AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile offer certain plans that you can pay less so you can have it. These are benefits that they do not exist everywhere in the world. And we got to be so grateful that these things happen. When you go to when you go to Shaman Flora, if you ever get to go to Shaman Flora, this is a place that it was built with people's hand. There was no machinery coming in because it's deep in the jungle and everything was brought in somebody else's back. And it took three years to build. 
And for you and for me to be able to go to this space and be there and be in gratitude is the best approach that we can have. So there you have them. Those are the seven tips of enlightenment. This is not a club med. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. You may get what you want, but you you may not get what you want. You may get what you need. Surrender, acceptance, do everything through love and gratitude. And my invitation to you is after listening to this, Give yourself the permission to practice this in your life, maybe a day or two days or a week and notice. I practice these in my life every single day when I'm at work or when I'm with my friends. Um, And maybe the first one doesn't apply in those contexts, but everything else is so useful for your life. So... I hope you enjoy them. I hope that you use them. And please let me know in the comments what you thought, how it worked for you, what opened up for you. And I'll see you the next time. Thank you so much. So much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.